0: <laughs> welcome to the mate how good was podcast with me josh and me Dono, Dono. good but
1: how you doing you all right yeah good you haven't spoke to you in ages <laughs> yeah it feels like it feels like an eternity
0: mate. it feels like about four seconds since we last started speaking that's absolute madness <laughs> yes we are back baby hopefully if you haven't already listened to the week in football which we recorded genuinely about 10 seconds before starting to record this um and like, subscribe. Tell us what you think. If you want to ask us any questions, ask any questions. Like, I don't know, maybe like um, about who your favourite inverted left back is, or maybe just like maybe some relationship advice, or maybe like kissing techniques. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, you can ask us whatever. You, like, honestly, we're just so we're just so crazy random. We just ask we're just so crazy random. <laughs> right, I'm warm. I'm feeling warm today. I'm feeling hot boy, hot boy summer today. I can tell you, I am, I am excited.
1: Not as excited as I am.
0: I'm. Um, Do I I'm sound say, excited?
1: I'm pretty excited.
0: <laughs> Who's got? Which one of us here has a completely, definitely not one hundred percent rip off fake? Of one of the players we're just about to talk about, shirt on. Fuck me, that Fuck was disgusting.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anyone's listening, you have, to, you have to
1: rewind that and just like listen to it <laughs> in <laughs> 0.5 speed because
0: that was yeah, that was all over the chubbly. Basically, what I'm saying is, I'm wearing the shirt that this player wore with this player's name on the back. Are you question mark? I am not. Full stop. One nil me then kiss, but we are going to we are going to be talking about uh, a cult icon, a hero, a legend, um, and fuck me, what a legend, <laughs> yeah, a legend. Did you not say a legend? Mm, maybe,
1: maybe in certain maybe. parts of the
0: world. <laughs> Your voice went really weird then. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry, I've been podding so hard today. Yeah, pod so hard, motherfuckers want to find me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus is absolute gobbledygook. Right, let's get this started. So today we're gonna to be asking the question mates, how good was JJ Okocha? <laughs> <laughs> the old dude brothers, JJ Okocha. watch out
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh,
1: what a player. What a player. What a player. What a what a funny player. Yeah. What a um strange career. Very strange career. But also what an absolute joy to watch. Yeah. He was one of those players when we were kids growing up, I say it probably pretty much every week, that you just just stand out so much, especially yeah. like when you're watching like match of the day and stuff like that. Because all you wanted to do was like try and replicate the skills on it. Yeah. Or like just like also the celebrations. The celebrations
0: are unreal, man. Yeah. He is he is the definition of like the streets won't forget football innit like he is the yeah. d- he is the absolute definition of it and the
1: streets have got a funny memory
0: probably because yeah we'll discuss
1: him but he also is one of these players that when you're playing Heads and Vols, you
0: absolutely scream his name at the top of your voice when you hit 100%. a 100%. I think, I think if there's anything that shows you a sign of how much you should love a footballer, it is the fact that you would want to scream his name. All right? There's some great footballers out there. No one's hitting a volley first time and screaming, Martin Keown. Do you know what I mean? No, <laughs> one's, no one's. It's not dropping down. You go, Keown! Don't you mean serial but, winner, Martin Keown? Oh, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Or, or that like, little loser. Who else? Who else do we not like? No one is. No one is dropping a volley down and going Joey Barton. Arteta. Are they? Or Arteta? No one's. No one's. No one's talking about like dropping on a volley and doing Joey Barton and Arteta volleys. You know what I mean? We're talking about JJ and motherfucking Kocha. That's the volleys that I want to be. That's the volleys that I want to be hearing. Right. Let's talk. Let's go through his um, his teal of the tape. So talk to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Augustine Azuka, known as JJ Akocha. Yeah. Um starts his career at arguably the biggest Borussia in Germany. Borussia Neun Kirchen. Do you know what that means? Bif- um
0: big kitchen. Nah. Uh, nine ch- Borussia nine churches. Must
1: What's Borussia? Be nine churches.
0: Borussia. Borussia teeth lol? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: okay, nine churches, interesting. Yeah. Um goes from there to um the anarchists uh, Eintracht Track Frankfurt um before switching it for a hair transplant over in Fenerbahce. <laughs> Arguably the biggest club in Turkey. We don't want I any we don't want mean, any I trouble. Think... Hey, we don't want no, any no, trouble. No, no, I...
0: Agreed. I think there are loads of big clubs in Turkey, and I think it'd be unfair to like pigeonhole it's them to the only biggest. having one big one. I don't, No, they're not the biggest. I'm not saying who is.
1: That's why I always say, for argument's sake, they are the biggest. Um, yeah, no, no, also, no, 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 there's loads not of big clubs. I'm saying they are the biggest. No, no, there's loads lots of big and clubs. Lots and lots. Yeah,
0: yeah, loads of big clubs. So,
1: um, And then he decides he fancies something a bit different um, yeah. and moves to um, the minnows of France, uh, Paris Saint Germain, um, before making a serious career switch. <laughs> To the creme de la creme of the Premier League. Only the big players go here. I mean, this is the second week in a row now we're doing a player that has played for this club.
0: The Gravy Donut mm-hmm. FC. Mm-hmm.
1: A proper club. The Working Man's Club. Yeah. Bolton
0: Wanderers. That, is, that club is... If PSG is... You getting like a 14 pound fancy cocktail that comes and it's like on fire with bubbles on it. Like Bolton is a one pound 19 pint of Ruddles, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: (laughs) mate, sometimes you just want a pint of Ruddles. You don't want the fucking, you don't want the sparkler. You don't want the, 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 the the babe in the bikini bringing that, bringing out a bottle of champers.
0: You don't want the neon, you don't want the neon sign said, it's my life. (laughs) 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 You also, you you also don't want to have to take... You don't want to have to take a picture of all the girls in the bodycon dresses going, excuse me, would you mind just taking a photo of us by that sign? He signs and heals up. <laughs> you don't want to deal with that shit. You want a pint of Ruddles. You want a pint of Ruddles and a pack of crisps for £2, and you want to come back with 20p change. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, he does that. Goes there for a little bit. And then he um goes to Qatar. Hmm, interesting. Um, from Qatar, he then decides... I- do you know what? I've, I've, I've not had enough of the, uh, of the high life in, in England. <laughs> I want to see some real sights. And he makes the move to Hull City.
0: Arguably, arguably the biggest cat in English football, the Tigers. Yeah, I don't think there's a bigger Probably cat. Probably
1: the only tiger in the whole of the UK. <laughs>
0: yeah, the biggest. Do you remember when they were like... When they scored... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no they weren't when was
0: that yeah oh, I can't remember they were like there was there was a song where they were about, like mauling people they were like maul by the tigers maul by the tigers and everyone was doing like the <laughs> like that and stuff fucking
1: hell oh. um, so yeah he he's, he's seen it all at this point in Hull and he decides yeah. to hang his boots up
0: um, yeah fair play yeah what a career! What a career! Like, let's just start by acknowledging how fucking weird his career is.
1: Yeah, it is. It's like, um, so if you look at, it's kind of similar to Anelka in the sense yeah. that he goes to like all these different countries, but also just the most random career moves. Um, but you also expect not, that- not as many adios points as Anelka, but <laughs> still, he, he he did like to he did like to change it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, the long haul flight to Qatar will have done him wonders. That would have done him wonders for his Avios points. But um, I think what the, I think the difference between him and Anelka is uh, Anelka had a big move that came from all of it. Like he actually eventually went to a big club. Whereas it was kind of like, when's he going to go to a... Like not a big, because obviously Fenerbahce are, Fenerbahce are a big, big club. PSG are a club. They're not big. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like as in Nicholas Anelka had four successful seasons with with Chelsea. Like where was that... That never happened, do you know. What I mean, he he had yeah. success. It's, it's almost like he's been to clubs that you would probably say if someone of his caliber would be like stepping stone clubs, as opposed to just going into like an absolute monster at any point. So, um, but I th- also think as well the polar opposite of an is an Elker was a a great scorer of goals. This man, yeah. was a scorer of great goals. You can, I couldn't
1: have put it better, better myself, mate. That is spot on. Um, the goals, I can't wait to
0: talk about some in a bit. I can't wait to talk about some.
1: The goals aren't necessarily there, but that's not what you're getting from, from the Nigerian Alan Saint Maximan. You don't. You're not. You're not getting.
0: That. <laughs> oh, you're no, getting let's, something no, completely no, no, let's different. not. Let's not call him the. Ni- <laughs> Come on, he's better than Saint Maximan. He's better than Saint Maximan. Oh yeah, he
1: is. I'm just, yeah. yeah. I'm just,
0: yeah. I'm just giving him a hard time. Yeah, but it's not even fucking funny. Fucking don't do it. <laughs> right. Let's talk about. Should we make? Do we? Do we want to make the generic comment? Do you want? Should I do it now, just so we can get it done, or or not? JJ Akotcha, the man, so good. They named him twice. <laughs> oh wow, that's what you're going to say. Yeah. Um. Right. He. So he's. Like I said, he started his professional career in Nigeria, and like, it, it's not much of a. Like it's just not much of a standard, is it? Like uh, definitely not at this point, anyway. It's, it's like professional but not really professional like it's just not much of a standard which obviously is not
1: they play in front of like 20,000 fans it's pretty yeah. it's, it's
0: pretty good yeah but I mean the standard of football is pretty shit but yeah exactly that's, that's more my point is that who yeah anyway anyway who's who's picked I wonder what the maximum transfer fee is for someone out of the Nigerian league highest transfer <laughs> I'm googling
1: it now Fee. Also, I'm just making a massive assumption that the uh, the Nigerian league is shit in the 90s because obviously I, I wasn't a, I wasn't about to make a, a, a fair judgment on that. So, um, if you are actually a uh, encyclopedia of Nigerian football from the 90s, um, yeah, please get do in get touch. in touch, do let yeah. us know, and uh, let us know because we're probably being quite
0: disrespectful. We probably are being quite disrespectful. Right, the highest transfer of any player out of the out into the league or out of the league is 500,000 pounds cool, that's feel, a lot of money that is a lot of money it's more money than i've got um but 25th on that list is 39,000 pounds which again is more money than i've got but feel like i could i don't know if i worked really hard i could maybe have 39,000 pounds
1: who was the uh who was the half
0: a mil what do you not know how can you not know what the? F- what? Oh my god! I actually can't believe I do you know. don't this know. This is
1: just a question. I do yeah, have to yeah, like yeah. the answer right. Yeah. Now. yeah
0: sorry. It's, um, it's, it's Kingsley Sakari, who I mean, what a player. Um. Who? Yes. Uh. Is currently at Farco FC, mm. and I'm thinking mm. Farco to them. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. So anyway, basically. He's playing in the Nigerian league and then he fucks off to Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why the fuck (laughs) not? And the story of how he actually starts his career in Germany is really weird. He basically goes to Germany on holiday. Um, He goes to Germany on holiday to visit one of his friends. And one of his friends is a player at Neunkirchen. So he basically just goes over and goes, can I train with you lot today? which is a ballsy Guy move, it? Yeah. a ballsy move, a ballsy move from JJ proper. Like year four, asking the year sixes, if they can play football with them, um, ballsy move, but they actually go, yeah, all right. Um, and do, and do you know I found this out as well. He was also around a similar sort of time. He had a trial with Bayern Munich while he was out there as well, um, and it, nothing ever came of it. But he had a trial with Bayern Munich and and Borussia Neunkirchen
1: Mate, this it's just like when like you bring you bring a, a mate to football training and everyone's looking at you like this guy better be fucking good. And yeah. you bring Jordan Everett and you're like, oh for fuck's sake, this guy's crap. <laughs> that
0: is harsh. Or, yeah, that was pure or even better than that, it's like you bring your mate to training, and Bruber goes, Alright, this is my mate Relan and everyone goes, Fucking get in <laughs>
1: <laughs> 150 goals later.
0: I wonder if Relan's ever listened to this. Probably Maybe, not. I wouldn't yeah. listen to this if I was him. Fuck that, like start listening to it. This is class. At mate HGW on TikToky and at mate hgw on Instagram. <laughs> um So basically he comes and he he just, he smashed the shit out of it. Um, and they sort of accept that he's not going to be there for too long. Um, he I while I was looking up, I looked up if uh, Borussia Brucia had any players that we would ever know. No, but they have they had one player called Frank Le Bong. <laughs> that's a class name isn't it. What's that in English? <laughs> Frank Le <the> Bon <laughs> <laughs> Way better in French. I'm a massive stoner, but just class it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Jadore Le Bong <laughs> <laughs> bong on Frank Bong on <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bong Ed. Um Fuck's sake So no one we knew um, He also at the same time As well received an offer From Southampton In the 94-95 season He offered from what Southampton What a fucking shock Mate who yeah. the fuck Works at Southampton As a scout They're <laughs> everywhere <laughs> Um Yeah but I, I, wonder whether, I wonder whether how JJ Acotcha and Matt Letizia would have got on, like with Matt Letizia trying to discuss how flat the world is um, <laughs> and calling people... Do you, reckon, do you reckon Matt Letizia used the word woke in 1995? Like, oh, trying to make some social he differences was, our way. He's probably just been incredibly racist, probably. Yeah, fucking idiot. Um, my, my, that video here where he's like, ooh... Uh, Oh, uh, maybe I could ask the woke Mr. <laughs> Gareth Southgate for some help if he wants my help with penalties. Shut oh up, man. Oh, my God. Um, no one right,
1: cares. Right, anyway,
0: ninety four, ninety five. he joins Eintracht Frankfurt. Big club. Not a the massive anarchists. club. Big club. Why do you call them the anarchists, by the way?
1: Because they're just fucking mental. Their fans have just cause absolute anarchy, don't they?
0: Oh, yeah. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> don't worry. What's his name? Who's the guy from West Ham that fucking sorted him out
0: on the on the, on the stairs? That was AZ Alkmaar, mate. Was it? Yeah, you're thinking oh, of Azad Atmar. Eintracht Frankfurt back, with the ones who knocked West Ham out of Europe, and then they beat Rangers in the final a couple of years ago. Your oh, what is his no, name then? I'm finished. <laughs> what was his name? Like Smithy or something like that? Wasn't no, it? no, it
1: wasn't Smithy. It was something. It's something like that. It was that. like, uh, what was his name? Uh, it, but. He was just this massive bloke, wasn't he? he? Just stood at the top of the stairs, just like some just smacking fans.
0: Right? I'm, oh, I've googled oh, West Ham fan fight. Let's see if I get his name. Um, oh, that'll narrow it down. Where's that? Nosey, Nosey,
1: big Nosey. Shout out to Nosey, Nosey. If you're listening, incredible Nosey. scenes in, uh, in Frankfurt. I mean, right. he's an outman.
0: Right. Anyway, so again, like usual, we've probably spoken for uh, what fifteen minutes, and probably about a minute has been about JJ have <laughs> um, Fuck's sake, man! So he joins. So, so he he joins uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, um, and basically they they saw straight away that he was just fucking quality, um, and he was he struck up a partnership with another. I'm going to say a cult player, another very cult player who I'm not going to say is an icon, but a Premier League. Mm. Would would you say he's a Premier League legend or a Premier League cult?
1: I think when you think of the Premier League, and I think if I think of the Premier League in the 90s, I think of him.
0: Yeah. Big Tony Eboa. The whacker. Yeah, the absolute the absolute fucking rocket. He I've never I don't think there's anyone that could kick a ball faster than him, other than Stephen Reid. His his goals
1: were just stupid. Because they looked like they had absolutely no technique required. (laughs) He just hit them as hard as he could. And by divine miracle, they went into the top corner every time in off the bar.
0: The, the goal, I think, is the volley against Chelsea where he... Where he oh, hit. my God. But everything is fucking mental and everything is hard and fast as fuck. Even when he scores, <laughs> he runs... His two arms are so rigid. They're like so yeah. rigid like this. And then he just fucking legs it. And honestly, I reckon... Honestly, I reckon the way he, how hard he kicks that ball is quicker than a plane. I reckon if I wanted to get... If I wanted to go to... A Mallorca, I would get the Tony Yaboa volley instead of getting a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so fast.
1: And with his Yaboa points.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, those two struck up a good relationship. And I think he, the first season, thought sort of things go really, like pretty well. He actually wins Bundesliga goal of the season whilst he's at Kaiserslautern, uh, whilst he's at um, Eintracht Frankfurt for scoring a goal against Kaiserslautern. Kaiserslautern, Kaiserslautern. Kaiser something Uh, KSC who is in goal for them Dono Oliver Kahn Oliver Kahn now if you haven't seen this goal watch it (laughs) but it could this could be a clip couldn't it Benny Hill comes to mind yeah Oh wait, no, is that no, no? Yeah, he li- I thought I was
1: watching it on fast forward
0: when I was yeah. watching it. It's mad. He literally, it is like chop after chop after chop after chop, and like I'm surprised he hasn't hurt someone or killed someone or or, or anything like that.
1: Mate, Oliver Kahn's crawling around like a like a three year old. Yeah, three year old. That's that's a that's a pretty big baby. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's crawling around like a, like a... I was about to say a toddler. He's crawling around like a baby. Yeah, like the, a baby. The first, like, two, three chops. He's, he's in no man's land. Yeah, He yeah. tries to get back to his feet. The damage is done. He's all over the jubbly. He
0: is. He's crawling around like the baby after a few mystery shot rounds <laughs> on a Saturday. Fucking um,
1: hell, that is an obscure reference. No one's yeah, going to get that one.
0: No one's going to get that. Um, but yeah, he's and I think this is it was a substitute appearance and it's one of the times where I think everyone stood up and go wow this is some player and I'll tell you how much it was the thing he, he was actually an icon of um, or someone an icon Jesus I like a FIFA player icon but someone that Mario Gomez really looked up to Mario Gomez said he found football boring before he watched JJ Ococha he said he used to think why do I need to sit and watch football when I can just go out and play it until he saw JJ Ococha score that goal against car. and he said his dad brought him down sat him down and went son watch this Made him watch the JJ (laughs) Ococha goal, and then that was it. That's when he first properly started getting into football. So if it wasn't for JJ Ococha, we wouldn't have Mario Gomez.
1: Mate, that that is the last player that I would associate with JJ Ococha. The style of play is so different. Yeah,
0: yeah. Probably more Tony Yaboa. I would associate Mario Gomez more with a Tony Yaboa, just an absolute big bruiser.
1: Mm, Yeah, what a player, by the way. Yeah, a great player.
0: But... I think this is something that's going to be a pretty consistent theme throughout this is sometimes when we do podcasts about like a net, like when we did a Nelka last week or when we've done about Van Nistelrooy, what, what we can do is go, look how productive he was. It's really easy to talk about because they scored so many goals. But when you think about JJ Acotia, JJ Kotcher is just pure theatre, pure... Yeah. Someone you would pay, again, another like, one of those like uh, standard sayings of football is you pay your ticket money to see someone like J.J. Ococha, and that is a hundred percent correct.
1: Yeah, he's just uh he's just an entertainer. His his football is 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 brilliant, like the way he dribbles the ball. Um and his his occasional blockbuster goal, which yeah. it seemed to be every time he put the ball in the back of the net, it was either a amazing run or it was a volley or it was a free kick.
0: Yeah. It was just a... yeah that he had that one technique that he used to dribble with and I I, I don't know what to call it where he puts his foot over he like knocks the ball one way slightly and then sort of goes over the wall three or four times yeah Yeah. and then no one can no one can do anything about it and if you watch JJ if you watch like a JJ Okocha compilation you'll see how many times he does it he does it all the time
1: yeah and the only other player that I can think of no sorry I tell you that's a lie actually Ronaldo like um, Cristiano Ronaldo did it quite a lot but also a player that he ends up playing with later on in his career, Ronaldinho. I remember him doing it a lot. Yeah, yeah. We'll
0: talk. We'll talk about those two together as well because fuck me, that is like a that is a that is some duo um, who did manage to actually play together. But like I said, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're still on Frankfurt. So season first season, okay. Second season, not good, not good. He's back. Who's back? Oh, uh, the the little sons of bitches. Big Eastman's fucking problem, man. Mate, Jupp Hayek's has won the champion. H- my only. My memories of Jupp Hayek's are him being Bayern Munich manager when they beat Borussia Dortmund in the Champions League final. Yeah, he won the treble that year, didn't they? Yeah. I don't so remember him being was,
1: in the stand. Did he ever sit by. Did he ever fucking stand on the touchline? Yeah, I think so. Hmm, must be the Champions League final. I remember seeing him in the stands.
0: Yeah. Probably with, probably with some little sons of bitches. Yeah, he's um, just
1: a suit. He doesn't want to be stood by the players, doesn't, doesn't respect them.
0: How, I find it really funny that we can have the audacity to question Jupp Hayek's a Champions League winner who's managed <laughs> Real Madrid and Bayern Munich, and we're here going, yeah, we're the proper fun. We would have been down with the players, fucking helping them out and stuff like that, where we'd actually be like, this is bullshit, bullshit. Can't control a well, fucking... We also- can't control pro clubs are than a fucking actual club. We also
1: disregard Paris and Germain as a club and actually rave about Hull City and Bolton Wanderers. Yeah, true. So that's for the bar, mate.
0: That is the bar. But basically, he has a big fallout with him and Yeboah, and he actually hangs around for a little bit longer. JJ hangs around for a little bit longer. Um, that season, he's like his he, sort of relatively standard levels of production. He gets seven goals in 24 games, which is pretty good, which also seems to be a pretty consistent number. Yeah, but he gets seven goals... Uh, but uh, Frankfurt are relegated. <laughs> See you later. And this is where, this is where you think, right? You've just been really good, at Frank. Now I feel like in modern days, this is where Bayern Munich or Borussia Dortmund swoop in and go and get him.
1: Yeah, but Bayern Munich have already had a look at him at this time, haven't they? And they, they obviously don't fancy him. Southampton have had a look at him. Obviously, don't fancy him.
0: Uh, Southampton fancy him? He didn't want to leave Germany. He, he turned down Southampton, so take that, Letizia, and shove, have a Malibu and Coke about that. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, but he he then goes to Fanabachi, huge club, he, huge club. Most important point: huge club. If you
1: if you're looking to win a title, it's not a bad club to go to. Yeah,
0: apart from the fact he doesn't. Win, win there, um, but yeah, no huge club that should have won. He he, he wins the uh, he wins the cup and the cup won his cup while he's there or the equivalent, whatever they're called. Um, but I think that Fenerbahce is a I think that Fenerbahce is a move can either be something that works out massively in your favour or just goes completely against you. So in the sense of you can be brilliant at Fenerbahce and Real Madrid come and get you, or you can be brilliant at Fenerbahce and a not a not as big club in a bigger league come and get you. Um, yeah, but his but. The one thing I will say about his time at Fenerbahce is when we actually said earlier about his productivity, his productivity at Fenerbahce is actually really high. So in 62 league games, he gets 30 goals and 16 assists. So 46 goal contributions, let's say, in 62 games. So three out of four games, he's providing an assist or scoring a goal. And regularly, those goals were free kicks and absolute fucking thunder rockets. So... Providing so, at the in terms of, of
1: the move. It's actually quite a good move for him, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. He's obviously playing he's obviously playing well above his um well above his um well above his what?
0: Station skill set. Oh he's like, 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 sorry, like in he's he's standard,
1: standard, standard, standard.
0: Yeah, so he's he's the A team and this these guys are the B team.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's playing, yeah, he's playing with the reserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Yeah the the numbers the numbers for him in Fenerbahce are mental the amount of free kicks he scores are, it's crazy I just want to take this moment to talk about his red and white Puma Kings oh oh my good lord the red and white Puma Kings contrasting with the yellow and blue blue stripes of Fenerbahce fuck me
0: I I think that he Arguably, where some of the greatest kits ever i agree uh, whether you like or dislike p s g especially at this era they they make they they generally make great kits mm-hmm. and especially in this era. Like this like this little, I'm not going to say it's a DHK jobby, but the little DHK jobby I've got on now is like a classic. The yeah. silver away shirt is a classic. But the Fenerbahce shirt, I feel like, doesn't miss. And the Fenerbahce shirt at this point doesn't miss. And you say in those red boots, right? There's only one other player I vividly remember who wears red Puma Kings, and that's fucking Martin Keown. Genuinely, <laughs> is Martin Keown. <laughs> I'm not taking the piss. He used to wear those. He used to wear them, and he made them look like clown shoes, right? <laughs> Whereas JJ comes in with his red Puma Kings, and he makes them look like the the prince's slippers. Mate, the way he, what he's doing with that ball. Yeah, mate. He they were they were unreal, weren't they? And that Fenerbahce kit is that Fenerbahce kit is gorgeous as well. By the way,
1: you can't go wrong, man. The stripes are so
0: nice. Yeah, agreed. The only thing I am gonna say. The only thing I'm gonna say is, JJ Okocha to me has to have cornrows. Like JJ Okocha to me is the JJ Okocha with the cornrows, and he's got short hair at this point, and that's not how I remember JJ Okocha. He has the blonde hair though, and that does look good. But the JJ Okocha like that I think of is cornrows JJ Okocha.
1: Yeah, that's that's Premier League JJ, Um, because obviously I know on a first name
0: basis, first name, yeah, first name. First tame basis, yeah. First tame. First tame, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. is this like yeah. is this like you know Diego Bastutor on a first tame basis? Yeah. Uh don't you mean David yeah, Bastia? Um, yeah, yeah, David Bastia, sorry. Um So he like I said he scores absolutely shitloads there. He also plays with who all of a sudden has become a bit of a legend on this pod since the last one, Rustu. He's there back with the great Carly again, playing <laughs> with him in um playing with him in Turkey. What a legend. Has Rustu been at like every big t- Oh, no, he must have been... Rustu must have been at Fenerbahce for forever. He was at Barcelona... Where was... Rustu was at Barcelona for a little bit. I don't think he played. I don't want to do a mate how good was Rustu pod, to be fair. But he played for Fenerbahce loads. And Antalya Sport and Besiktas.
1: God. What a guy. few massive clubs there. A few clubs that you'd argue
0: are the biggest club in... Turkey. Oh, yeah, loads. Yeah, all of those clubs are really Maybe big. Maybe Rustu is the biggest <laughs> club in Turkey. <clears throat> nah, I reckon like Ocean Beach must be the biggest club in Turkey if there is an Ocean Beach in Turkey. Um, but he he loves his time in Turkey, actually. He he has a sort of a really positive time there, so much so that he actually has Turkish citizenship. And his Turkish name is Mohamed Yavuz.
1: I love the idea of going somewhere. Staying there enough that the... The country decides. You know what? You're actually one of us, and you know what? You you also get to pick your own name. Yeah. If someone asked you <laughs> on the spot, yeah, to pick your Turkish name, what would you have?
0: Bulent. Be careful, yeah. Bulent. My name be Bulent. What does that mean? I don't know. I used to know a Bulent. Turkish. Yeah, I used to know a Turkish guy called Bulent. That's a that, that's your first name. Oh, actually, no. no, 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 scrap it. I would change it to. Umut. Umut Bullet. Do you remember him? Yeah. Yes. Umut. What would you pick yours Umut as? Umut Bullet. Yeah. Do you remember I'd
1: him? i it as... Arda. Yeah. Arda. Nail. Great name. Yeah, yeah. Arda. Arda Nails. <laughs>
0: Arda's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Does fuck. Um, but I love stories like this. I know this is a bit off piece, but stories like this, like... um, and like the reaction of when like Dries Mertens left Napoli, like Napoli fully embraced him as a city. Like his son is called Chiro, which is like a really traditional Neapolitan name because they just loved him so much. And apparently he used to live on top of an old lady who used to just like treat like he used to he, said he used to slap him if he had a bad game and stuff like that. But just so embraced by the city.
1: I didn't have a clue what you were, what you meant then. I just thought like he when you said he lived on top of an old lady, I was just picturing him like lead. Like <laughs> having, a, having a nap on top of like some fat old lady oh, and slapping him.
0: Trees. Oh, <laughs> um. Back to JJ Akotcha. So super productive, right? And this is what we're saying that this could be the time that the big move happens. Now, nowadays, this probably would be perceived as a big move, and it is still a relatively big move, despite our hour. Uh, I'm going to say more. Your agenda against PSG, um, but he meant he then goes thirteen million. Uh, £30 million to PSG, which was at the time uh, a record transfer for an African footballer. Um, And he... he, mm.
1: Let's not talk about the numbers, because the numbers are quite shit. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's talk about the influence that he has. So PSG are bringing through a young Brazilian.
0: Yeah.
1: Soon to be World Cup winner. Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah. Champions League winner. Yeah. Everything winner.
0: Yeah.
1: Ronaldinho. Yeah. It is absolutely apparent from when you watch JJ Kocha and you watch Ronaldinho how much of an influence he has on his game.
0: Yeah. He's he's he well he he takes on the role of mentor in him, doesn't he? He literally takes on the role of, of mentoring him. He's assigned as his mentor. And like you said, you can see what happens to what, how sort of one affects the other. So to just to, I read, I actually read a quote on him. It was from, um, it was from Samuel and Samuel says what Ronaldinho was doing. We saw a cocher do 10, 15 years before and never had the recognitions of it and never had the recognition of it. That's what happens when it comes. He said, "That's what happens when it comes to Africa." And obviously, Akasha deals with Akasha deals with like he deals with like racist incidents um, mainly while in Germany. And his reply was, "I dribbled past the racists so much they fell over and ate the grass." (laughs) What a fucking response, (laughs) man!
1: BDE response. That's unreal. What? Yeah. A, yeah, that's brilliant. I hope you came up with that on the spot because that's yeah. so quick.
0: You know, you know when like you step away from something and you then think, shit, I had a really good response to that as soon as you step away. <laughs> I hope that he hasn't stepped away, gone back and then said that. But fuck racists and... T- up JJ Ococha. um Yeah, up dribbling. Yeah, up dribbling with a football. Like not on yourself when you're having a nap. Um, or but, being a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> or being a big fat, stupid, disgusting baby. Um, but he he takes <laughs> in he takes in and mentors Ronaldinho, and there's a clip. There's a clip that I watched when I was watching some, obviously doing some research about him, where it's just him and Ronaldinho doing keepy ups together, and everyone around him's like, oh. oh. And it's just like, oh, this is class. This is class. What a. Him and Ronaldinho must be like a manager's nightmare, though. <laughs> like, two such talented players, but. You probably wouldn't want them on the
1: pitch at the same time, especially no. the young Ronaldinho. Nice. No. Can you imagine, like, ball goes out wide on the left, JJ Kocha tries to dribble past someone, gives it away, doesn't trap back. Ball goes out wide right, right, Ronaldinho tries to get past someone, gives the ball away, doesn't trap back. Yeah. You'd just be, if it
0: ain't working, it would be an absolute nightmare. You'd have to have like a you'd. I think PSG at that point should have bought like the Paul, like Paul Robinson, but like Paul Robinson from Bolton, and maybe <laughs> like and maybe I don't know, just like the a really back. hard one. Yeah, should have got him in to then cover the world. Go oh, right back. <laughs> um, I've been trying. to, The second I said it, I thought, fuck, I can't think of one. Uh, Luke Young. I oh, know Luke Young was quite marauding actually.
1: Not yeah, Luke, Luke Young, Young loved a banger as well. Yeah, Luke Young. reckless. <laughs>
0: yeah, Luke Young reckless. Uh, who's going right back? Uh, Paul nah not Paul Caddis. Paul Caddis. could play for PSG, yeah. <laughs> Joey O'Brien, do you remember him? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, yeah, Michael Brown, Michael Carr. Brown. No, 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 yeah, no, Steve- Brown. no, because Stephen Carr was actually mustered Stephen Carr was a class yeah. player. Michael Brown, right back. All right, yeah, nice. I'm glad we've done that. Um, so, the biggest sort of legacy he almost leaves is the fact that he is the one that mentors Ronaldinho. Um, but there were a couple of fallouts and stuff while he was at PSG um, with managers uh, and things like that because of his, because he's just a luxury. I don't think there's ever been a question of JJ Ocotcher's attitude, but he's just such a luxury. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That ultimately, look, it, it's, 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 I've got to tell you, Mike, one thing I've been thinking, my overriding feeling of, when I I was watching videos of him, I was listening to how people talk about him. He's like, you know when he's every player's favourite player type thing. Do you know what I mean? He's like Ronaldinho's mentor. Someone like Mario Gomez said he looked up to him. Edin Hazard said he really looked up to him as well. He's like a player's favourite player. When I watch this, I think, why at no point did he go to big club? Why did that never happen?
1: Probably because... He, he, yeah probably because he he didn't he wasn't he wasn't productive enough I think ultimately that's that, that plays a massive part yeah he could probably do you reckon he could have been coached to be a better to be more productive yeah I don't think yeah. he could I think I think he plays football like he is like he enjoys it I don't think yeah. he like he probably would take it on, but I think he would. It went well, in the moment. I, I can't imagine him thinking, oh, "Yeah, I've got to do this in this position." I just think he'd be like, "I'm just gonna dance."
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. dance. Yeah, and yeah, see what happens, maybe. Yeah, but you just think, God, there's so much talent that wouldn't a manager I think actually, I, w- I can be the one to change this. Yeah, he had bags of talent. Oh, That's, he was. That is apparent. He is. He is pure natural talent. Like he is. He's obviously worked hard at it as well. Like he'd, he'd like to get from. Playing in the Nigerian league to to being Africa's most expensive player ever, or at that point was, he has to have worked really hard at it, and to have played for Frankfurt, Fenerbahce, PSG, he has to have worked really hard at it. But it's just, I don't know. When I'm watching, I just think, is it? A, he's the a player that everyone loves. No one's got a bad thing to say about him, and he's seen in such high regard, and almost that's that's good enough, isn't it? That's probably worth more than playing one season yeah. at Real Madrid or one season at Bayern Munich or something like that. There's a reason he's
1: like a child's favorite player. Yeah. Cuz he plays like he's on the on the on like the playground or out of his mates.
0: Yeah. There's a series about him as well. There's a series about, like, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the Wonderful JJ or something like that. Like an animation series about him. So he's obviously got a big enough influence he could do something like that. Like, I'm not being funny, but no one's watching the incredible adventures of Stephen Carr, are they? Show I mean. Or, like, Stephen Carr was a brilliant right back but no one's watching... <laughs> no one's watching that. Um, and that just shows his influence, but... I wonder how many players have
1: animated series about them. Um just I'm trying to think of any like English players about animated series about them I can't think of a single one
0: no nah. loads of footballers release books now though don't they or have like books with their things on it like as in kids books like I saw San, I saw a Sancho one the other day I have like Sancho releasing kids books or he might what, be associated like, with a, Kings book, a kids book like dream like Jaden yeah. Sancho or something like that I don't know anyway Emi yeah. Martinez has got one as well yeah but he deserves it Emi's a legend world cup winner and the second best goalie in the world agreed um right so, he four years, 29 years old, running out of his contract. He's been uh, sort of a joy to watch PSG, but not particularly productive. PSG go, yeah, you know, we don't want to send him I don't know what accent that was. So, he goes, so he gets a phone call. He gets a phone call. Hello? JJ? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, hold on a second. Let me just put my gravy down. And um, you, know he, from, you know he's from Dudley? <laughs> Nope. well, I'm just I'm just doing an accent. I'm doing
1: a generic <laughs> northern accent. You're doing like a northern accent. He's from the Midlands.
0: Yeah, Dudley's northern to me. Dudley's also Dudley's also the fucking prick from Harry Potter. Fucking dickhead. So, um, low <laughs> no, up Dudley from Harry Potter. Do you support Dudley? I I support <laughs> Dudley. Fuck Dudley. Fuck you. <laughs> um, he. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking hell, man. Um, so. <laughs> but this this is show this is like because obviously Allardyce is actually Allardyce is seen as a bit of like a piss take at the moment and stuff like that. But this is where he is ahead of his time, like where he looks into like sports science side of stuff, but also as a negotiator. You look at some of the players that joined at that point, and he spoke to JJ Okocha and he convinced him to go and join Bolton. Right? How? May the players he the.
1: I'll just, just as soon as you said that, I was just thinking of some of the other players that he signed and. Can you imagine? So JJ's flying in from Paris. He's got all his Louis Vuitton gear on.
0: PJ
1: yeah. pulling up in. If they don't think they've got an airport in Bolton, so he's flying into Manchester probably.
0: Yeah.
1: Getting a getting a taxi. Pulls up at pull, pulls up at the Reebok. He's greeted by Sammy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he takes one look at him, and thinks, "What the fucking hell is that?" <laughs> shits himself There's a little wee in his pants carries on walking and then he sees big Sam making the doorway look like a fucking mouse hole and he goes i fucking better sign this contract because I'm not going to get out of here alive
0: oh fucking brilliant and, and he goes and he goes that's when he goes enough of those 14 enough of those 14 pound cocktails get me a fucking Ruddles I bet, I bet I bet Sam Allardyce only eats meat flavoured crisps doesn't he doesn't have oh, anything. Yeah. Beef any other,
1: and onion. Yeah, beef. And- beef and onion. And I reckon they signed the contract on the
0: Working Men's Club. Yeah. And it's not like. And it's not like the actual McCoys. It's like a make fun version of them. I bet he has like I bet he's eats discos. I bet he doesn't have walkers. He's like, no, i that not walkers. <laughs> That's fucking Linakers. <laughs> Get me with some discos. <laughs> but apparently. But apparently Sam Allardyce uh, literally just like convinced him. He convinced him, he said in his meeting, he said, I was fully done, fully committed. Like, yeah, that's me. I'm in. And there's some amazing quotes. I can't wait to read some of them again in a minute. But he says, (laughs) he said that when he got there, he said he went to his first, um, he said he must have, um, when he got there for his first training session after he did anything, he said prior to going, he didn't look up anything to do with the club. He knew they were a Premier League club, knew fuck all about them. Just knew that they were a Premier League club. Right? He said when he got to the training ground, he literally, I watched it, I listened to an interview, he said, I got to the training ground and I thought, I don't think I've made the right decision. Why have I left? <laughs> Why have I left? Why have I left Paris? Why have I left the lovely streets of Paris to go and live in Bolton? <laughs>
1: is that a direct quote said, he said mate, that I exactly word for I listened, word
0: i listened to him and he said oh, i think i made the mate. wrong decision he said on his first day he was like what the fuck is this but he um oh. he also but he also then says his family settled really quickly and he started to love the place really quickly right but he he also said he also said and i think this might be one of the <laughs> hey, this this it was be right? better than that one. No, it, is, it is. And it's even better because JJ Ocotra quotes Big Sam saying this to him. He was like, I didn't know how much he really liked me at the beginning, but because obviously he's like, JJ Ocotra comes in, he's going to take risks, he's going to do blah, 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 blah. And he said, When I first joined, he said, Big Sam said to me, he didn't like players fanning about with it in the back. <laughs> he oh, did not say that mate, JJ Okotra says the words he didn't like players fanning about with it in the back he says fanning about Man that
1: tippy tappy bollocks
0: <laughs> get ball kick ball he said why he, did he, said he sign him
1: he's, I, I he is hear, the but, epitome of fanning about with it <laughs> <laughs> he might as well have been called fanning about with it Okotra that should have been his name because that is that is exactly what you signed: fanning um, about with it
0: so yeah, he said that he said that to him. In one of his first training sessions, he just didn't like players oh. fannying and about with him. Um, but uh, he, um, in his first season, he in his first season, um, he. He gets injured for part of it, but Bolton managed to avoid relegation. He scores seven goals uh, and he's their top scorer for the season. And then that's when it starts. And that's when Bolton starts getting fucking mental. They sign Yuri Jorkayev, they sign Ivan Campo, they sign Fernando Hierro, they sign Candela from Roma. They also get Mario Jardel, who scored like a million goals for Porto. um, And they nearly get Rivaldo at one point as well. Um, Oh my God, yeah. Mate, what a team. But th- this is kind of where I feel like a Kocha kind of puts the club on his back a little bit. Because if you watch it like it's sometimes it's like, right, pass the ball to him and just fucking hope he does something.
1: That's how I remember Dolwin. Yeah. Like, but well, yeah, everything was through through him. Um But you can see why, like, if you're playing for Big Sam, that's exactly how he plays, isn't it? Like, yeah. No fannying about with it and then give it to the players in the final third and let them fanny about with it.
0: I've said this to you before. I said it before when I was talking about myself as a footballer. The world needs bin men. And the world needs bin men in the sense of football sense in terms of you need someone to stop people having fun so then you can give it to the person who's really good and let him have fun. That's literally yeah. Big Sam is Tony Soprano. Yeah, Big he Sam, is the bin man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is the Tony Soprano in this. In this, like you said, in this. Um, in this circumstance, but he. What I find so insane is that such a cult footballer and someone that's looked at such a in such a positive way, spent a long time at Bolton Wanderers, and my memories are of him playing for Bolton Wanderer. Like I couldn't imagine now. I couldn't imagine us being in like. 20 years time is like, oh do you remember that player, that amazing player who's a massive influence on some of the biggest players in the world having five good years at Sheffield United? Do you know what I mean? Like you just can't see how that happens. How he doesn't get sniped or picked up by somebody. I,
1: I, I he he strikes me as a kind of player that Fergie would have loved, and I don't know like that's oh, probably gonna answer I'm gonna that's, that's the answer to, to your question later on. Yeah, yeah. But he, he 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 strike, he strikes me as a as a May United kind of player. I reckon they would have absolutely
0: loved him there. Yeah, the only issue is just timing. The timing of everything just didn't work. Maybe if he didn't go to Fenerbahce and went to like a sort of slightly bigger league club straight away, maybe he would have been picked up by Man United as opposed to coming back to PSG. Anyway, who knows? Um, but he was made. He was made their captain, um, and he also was voted their best player ever and the scorer of their best goal ever. Like done. That's that's literally all we really need to say, isn't it? Their best player ever, ever, it's mad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean they haven't gone on to do like anything really since. So they didn't really maybe a Nalka. but I mean in terms of the fans,
0: they probably loved him more. In tw- so he left, so he was cap- made captain, and then he'd lost the captain's armband when um, he started when he moved to Qatar, or when he, there was rumours of him moving to Qatar and he was like I really hope that I've made a massive change of this club forever like I have hope I've laid the foundations for the club to move forward and stuff and he loves Bolton he's a massive Bolton fan but then in 2012 he came out and slagged the club off when they got relegated he said my whole move there was a waste of time because I thought I'd sort of set something <laughs> up there because a lot of because a lot of the big players who came there he was a factor in them joining like I'm not being funny like Ivan Campo and Fernando Hierro yes obviously Sam Allardyce is going to be a factor but going fuck me JJ Cochers there like he's a He's. I know he's not like a global superstar, but he's a big player. For him to go there, he must have some form of like influence. So, um, yeah, he, he basically at the end slags off the club, and then he goes to guitar and then he cuts his hair and goes to Hull, um, and then yeah, that's yeah. that's it. But what I want to do before we go on to any other things is wins the Afcon in nineteen ninety four. We didn't mention that. Not particularly important. Plays a bit part role in the African 1994, Ninety Four. Wins the nineteen ninety six Olympics. Wins the Olympics in nineteen ninety six with that team with arguably one of the best international kits of all time.
1: Oh yeah, I think it's probably top three.
0: Do you reckon? I think it. I think it could be. I don't think. En- I don't know what else is.
1: I don't think England think have got a be. top three international kit. I, the one. The the the. the the ones that spring to mind are that kit, the Japan Away shirt in the blue one, with, like, the dragon on it. I think it's got a dragon on it.
0: Oh, no, the white one. The white one with, like, the... Yeah, I think I know the one you're on about. The one with the Goldie shirt has a flame on it. That's the one. The Goldie one. shirt's on like the black one with a big flame on it. That yeah, is yeah, the yeah. one.
1: Um, they're, the, they're, they're... And the... Um, the Germany kit with like the the, the, the flag yeah, that goes across. the Yeah, that's chest. what I was thinking of. Insane.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of the Germany kit, the Holland kit, obviously, and the '98 France shirt. Oh, also special,
1: special, 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 special mention to the Denmark Hummel kit with the um with the different the different stripes on it are oh, unreal.
0: Yeah, and also a special mention to every single Total Nike kit that there was, all the Nike ones and also I'm going to say I'm going to say a big special mention to the England shirt the 2021 viewers final shirt unbelievable shirt
1: simple but effective
0: yeah um, but he wins they win the 1996 World Cup um, they beat Brazil and Argentina they beat Argentina in the final 2-0 um, down oh no 2 all. Golden goal. Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: Not this again.
0: No, he scores an extra time. I actually don't know if it's golden goal or not. I think it is. Um, and it's scored by... Kanu What a player. Mate. But one thing I am going to say that pisses me off, and I don't know if this pisses you off, right? He's number four. Why is your striker number four? I can't stand it.
1: Um, it depends. Like If you're an iconic player, then I like it. Because I think good for you you've like you've taken the number you've made it something different yeah like um refreshing peanut for uh 30 year old FC where's number three <laughs> and he plays on the wing so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah or like um or like the baby who plays in centre attack mid for um for our team 30 year old FC and he's number 69 because he's just a legend so but I hate I'm going to say in a serious I hated the fact that Hate when players higher up the pitch wear low numbers. Generally, Zidane and Bellingham in fives get away with it. Most midfielders in fives shouldn't get away with it.
1: But Zidane, Zidane made that iconic, though, didn't he?
0: Yeah, you don't really yeah, well, no, see mm, many midfielders with a number five. Maybe Essien at Chelsea. I think Bellingham made it iconic. I think Bellingham made it iconic. Okay, I completely agree with that. I think Bellingham was better. Than, I also <laughs> think Bellingham was better than Zidane. Um, anyway, so I don't really. I do. But so that's great. These are great things. But I just want to talk about a couple of, I want to talk about a couple of goals and a couple of pieces of skill. All right. Let's start the flick over Ray Parler. Sit down. Sent him for a cobra bomb. <laughs> I can help, JJ. Why are you trying to fling that ball over my head? I just want to get. I just want to come on, win this game and go and have a couple of cobra bombs.
1: <laughs> I was just about doing pressure impression before. I bet not. I'm going to fucking push at that.
0: <laughs> he, um, in, there's a there's one where it, JJ Okocha. I remember causing United problems, huge problems. Him and Michael Ricketts, awful player, Michael Ricketts. Um, but. There's one where he, he he takes it past Gerard PK, so he's obviously coming towards the end of his time there, and then sits Gary Neville down after Gary Neville swing like goes for him once. He um, The little rainbow flick over people's heads, the little chop, the little flip-flaps in behind, the little roll over, the extra step-overs, there's so many of them that there's... The Ray Parlor one sticks out to me the most, I think, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, mate, he was pure joy.
0: So I'm going to... Just, I'm just going to pick out a couple more goals that I've spoken, uh, that I want to talk about, right? His goal against Bordeaux. So he takes the ball, he takes the ball on the left-hand side of the pitch, he chops once, he chops twice, and hits a fucking thunderbolt. Absolute thunderbolt, all right? And that's good. Not quite as good as his goal against Saint-Etienne. His goal against Saint-Etienne is the goal that you dream of, that you literally, if you think, right, I could score a goal, it would be this properly on the right-hand side of the box, like by the touchline going out for a throw on the right-hand side of the box. The angle is ridiculous. And he fucking leathers a volley like an absolute laser across the goalie into like the top left-hand side. It is an absolute screamer. It is the dream goal. There's there's not a better goal. All right, we spoke about rounding the goalkeeper. This is better.
1: Um, I think rounding the goalie is better.
0: I don't know. I think it's a great goal mm. yeah okay I think it,
1: it back I'm thinking Dean Saunders for Villa I'm thinking Peter Crouch for Stoke against Man City yeah I'm thinking that's the vibe Bar not Denver Bar Papi Cisse um, obviously Papi Cisse yeah, is a bit different that's
0: the vibe yeah but that's the vibe um, you've got no you've got no right You've got no right. That's the point. You've got the you. You can be talented, and you have a right to round a goalkeeper. You don't have the right to score a volley like that. Um, If it's a right back, it's a cross, mate. (laughs) On to this, he actually scores a goal against Sunderland that is big Micon vibes. Remember, Micon did that cross shot where it goes in. He scores a class goal against Sunderland where he does that. His first Bolton goal, an unreal volley, edge of the box against Blues. Yeah. But... Unreal goal. But they lost. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't... Yeah, fuck it, who cares? (laughs) Who cares? Hey, Dono, Dono, never let a fact get in the way of a good story, mate. Um... Goal against Charlton, unbelievable goal, right? But I'm going to say one of my favorites to watch, right, was this goal against USA. So he's playing for Nigeria. Ball rolls across edge of the box. He's sort of outside of the D and he just fucking rifles one straight in, right? And the the reason I love it so much is the commentator goes, goal (laughs) to Nigeria, one to zero, ninth minute. And then he goes, He's poached one in against the U.S. Poached one, <laughs> a poach, a poached goal is like six yards out, and you get a toe on it. He's hit an absolute <coughs> thunderbolt, right? In fact, I'm gonna clip this up. I'm gonna clip this up. Him being like, "Ah, oh, G.G. you with the poacher." Maybe he's he's the opposite of a poacher. Um, but yeah, what a man! Brad Friedland Love goal him.
1: as well for the USA doesn't get anywhere fucking yeah. near it.
0: It's because Brad Friedel is not an all-time great goalkeeper. Um, wow. Anyway, we should, do, Brad, that. We should is, do that.
1: one, one, one podcast. We'll go, mate, how good was the
0: goalkeepers? And then we'll discuss it. Uh, yeah, we could do that. We could do that. That's a great idea. But I'm going to say the six minute is is 7.54. Man United <laughs> kick off in six minutes. Um, we're going to get knocked out of the Champions League. I don't even know who's starting for us. So um, let's go through the questions. We might go through these quite quickly. I'm really sorry if we do. Um, Right, JJ Ocotcher, overrated or underrated?
1: Underrated. Do you want to know why?
0: Yeah. Yes. I think. But make it quick. (laughs) I
1: think he is remembered for his time at Bolton by us, which is largely. I don't know what I'm going to say. I think he's underrated because (laughs) he should have been a lot better than he was. And he should be remembered for oh my god I'm just rambling I don't know I think he's I just think he's overrated right.
0: I'm not being funny right but I've just said come on in a bit of a rush <laughs> and all you've done is managed to have a game of ping pong with your own heads about what, you, what okay, your decision is okay let me is. do it again
1: I think he's overrated because oh for fuck's
0: sake
1: um <laughs> uh
0: Are you taking the piss? <laughs>
1: Mate, <that> lasts, <laughs> You're a dickhead. That lasted right. way longer than I thought it was going to. Go on, next
0: question. Right, he's. I think he's perfectly finely rated. Is what I'm going to say. Yeah, he's rated enough that he should be brilliant. Um, oh, Veran's time for Man United. That's not the question. That's fence. Okay, uh, I think he is underrated. I think the fact. I think you look at the clubs he's played at, um, and that would make you think that he's overrated. But I think you look at the influence of the players he has. And that makes more of a difference than anything else. That's what I was trying to say. You know, when you're like, you know, when you listen to music and someone's your rapper's favorite rapper or your singer's favorite singer, it's usually because they're really good. And this is why he is underrated. Um, how much would he cost, and where would he go to? From what transfer? He's
1: in Frankfurt. He's just been relegated. Fenerbahce. The Fenerbahce. Ooh. No, Fenerbahce. I think he's either going to go to. If he's at Fenerbahce, I think either Man United or Dortmund. Okay. And how how old is he here? 25. Ooh, okay. I reckon modern day 25-year-old. I reckon about 70 million, maybe. 70 from
0: Fenerbahce? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that one, Chief. I think he, uh, yeah, I think so fair enough I reckon if he goes to Dortmund they pay 30 million for him alright yeah take it back because they bought him from the Turkish league but if he goes to Man United I reckon they pay 145 million for him agreed
1: yeah ignore my 70 million completely changed my mind before yeah I've before the it. transfer police Harris gets involved starts fucking slagging us off <laughs> that
0: is a terrible right. shout next sit down right here's my quiz Quiz questions alright you're gonna to have to answer these quickly true or false he is related to Alex Iwobi True. Yep, it is true. He's Alex Wobie's uncle. Who did he play more games with? Kevin Nolan or Kevin Davies? Ooh, Kevin Davies. Played with Kevin Davies 101 times. Played with Kevin Nolan 126 times. Oof. Um, true or false? He never won the African Player of the Year. F- false. Correct. It is false. He won it twice. Uh, I'm not going to ask that question because it's a rubbish one. The question was, who did you play more with? Uh, Sylvan Distan or Gabriel Heinzer? Heinzer was the answer. Leicester, Heinzer was the answer. We're, not, we're in a bit of Come on. Yeah. Right, true, <laughs> or yeah. Ha, um, true or false? He's in Peli's... Yeah. Heinzer 28, Sylvan Distan 21. True or false? He's in Peli's list of 100 greatest footballers ever. True. Yeah, it is true.
1: So well, Pele him, he puts him. In,
0: if he puts him in the hundred greatest ever, then he's got to be good, right? One hundred. Yeah, that's why he's underrated. That's yeah. why. That's what I was, was going to say. Yep. Yeah. Right, this is us. So it's uh, Man United kickoff in one minute. Fucking come on, United. I can't wait for us to lose 8-1. Um, this has been the Mate How Good Was podcast. We love JJ Acoccia and we love you if you've managed to get this far. Uh, right, God bless. Love you all. Um, if you don't already, follow at MateHGW on TikiToki or follow us on Instagrammy. Um, we'll be posting some quirky, kooky, random content as well as some cool pictures of things we like. Um, and like, subscribe, whatever. Do all of those type of things. Well, I think we're going to be on YouTube soon. So... So if you don't, if we have a YouTube channel in Spanish, which is YouTube, um, yeah, we'll see you then. Right. God bless. Love you all. See you later. In a bit, dog shit.